The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And it is a Tuesday as we get you set for Cowboys and Cardinals. It seems like a long ways away still because it's Monday Night Football this week at AT&T Stadium. Uh, two days removed from the Cowboys win over the Giants. And uh, to, I thought to kick off uh, today's show, uh, we pulled back the curtain a little bit there, uh, Mickey, uh, because... Everson showed up early for today's show. He was, he was 45 seconds early, which means uh, 45 seconds ago, uh, he tuned in uh, on... Uh, <laughs> ready to go. On William. his app, ready, ready to, to go. go, that's right, which led us to a little conversation. Uh, Mickey, uh, you asked, uh, or maybe it was Chris Beam, our producer, asked uh, uh, Everson if he ever got fined by Tom Landry back in the day. And Everson, did you ever get fined by Tom Landry for being late? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Tom Landry. Not well, that you've it, ever been late here. You've never been late here. You just I, I've late. never I've never been fined here. That's what we can say. <laughs> I've never been fined here. Yes, I have been late. Thank you guys for not docking my pay. I really appreciate well, now, it. Now, wait a minute. We might, we might go talk to Big Rob about this. <laughs> hey, me and Big Rob are like this, all right? Leave Big Rob alone. <laughs> no, I, I did. Um, let me see. Back in back my rookie year in '81, uh, the Cowboys used to leave out of Love Field, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, we had to we uh, would would fly out of there. And one time, I missed the flight. You know, we would just drive up to the top. We wouldn't. We didn't have to go through security or anything like that. Just drive up to the plane, and and uh, man, I was a little late. So, you know, Tom, he's going to show the rookie, you know, the, 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 the 11 interceptions and all of this. No, you're not too big for your britches, getting too big for your britches. So I got fined. Uh, I think I got fined just for missing the flight, like 200 bucks or something. But I had to get my own flight up to, uh, to New York, New Jersey. So, yeah, I missed the flight. Uh, I believe that's when we went into overtime against the Giants in 1981. It was like the last game of the year. So, well, yeah. You, you made it almost all the way through the season then. Right? Almost, man. You know me, <laughs> man. I'm always just, just like right there. That's story of my <laughs> life, guys. Story of my all life. Right. Well, Everson, don't feel bad because uh, Michael Irvin missed the flight to Detroit one year. I remember that. And, well, uh, see, Mike. Mike was a Mike was a kept man by the the organization. See, he was one of their favorites. Yeah, so but he wasn't. He wasn't first round draft picks different. He <laughs> wasn't fa- He wasn't favorite enough when uh, Jimmy uh, looked at his watch and saw the door wasn't shut, and uh, they said, uh, "Isn't it time to go?" And they said, "Well, Michael's not here. What time are we supposed to leave? One o'clock. What time is it? One o two. Shut the door. Let's go. <laughs> and, and, and Michael had to get his own flight, go to Detroit on his own. And uh, Jimmy uh, basically announced to the team in the team meeting uh, that Michael uh, 
uh, Michael will be punished for missing the flight. Uh, he will not start the game. He has to miss the first possession. And Norv Turner promptly asks, if they kick Norv, off, is that the first <laughs> possession? <laughs> Yeah. If the Lions have the ball first, is right, that the possession? <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I could imagine what the conversation was like when uh, when Tom decided to leave me. Uh, I'm pretty sure there wasn't much talking at all. They probably want like, to leave early. They probably want to leave play. early. What is it? Uh, uh, five till close the door. Yeah, that's probably yeah. what Tom said. No, here's what he said, Everson. He said. Emerson who? <laughs> right. Emerson? Emerson? <laughs> He's late all the time, yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, right, Chris, Mickey. for bringing all of this up. I really appreciate you, buddy. Well, I'm, I'm actually the one who brought it up on the air. Chris just brought it up before we got uh, on the air. But I, uh, Okay, Mickey, bring us up to speed on what is going on. Well, the Cowboys uh, obviously uh, end up losing two more starters, uh, by my count, uh, that'll be nine starters that have been placed on injured reserve at some point uh, the start of this season. Uh, obviously, Dak Prescott after his surgery, uh, Tristan Hill, uh, Torres ACL, he'll go on injured reserve. Uh, you know what? And, and that's one of those things where, you know, if you're going to get hurt like that and out for the season, don't do it in the same game that the franchise quarterback gets hurt, right? right? Because <laughs> right. you become this footnote at the bottom and also injured. So sad, Spags. Right? So sad. And, and, you know, and he's been playing well. He, he yes. was probably playing the best of any of those defensive tackles. Uh, had I the agree. Most, most tackles of them all. And, uh, you know, it's a shame. But, yeah, they're going to have to uh, go without him. I would imagine Neville Gallimore going to get more snaps, and who knows for if they need more bodies on game day, maybe they bring somebody up off the. Uh, hey, I got an squad. idea. I, I got an idea. I don't. I don't. You probably couldn't pass the COVID protocols in time for Monday, but maybe you could. I saw the Saints uh, release Margus Hunt, the big six-eight, six-nine defensive tackle. Uh, out of SMU, uh, who blocks all the kicks. Oh, well, big guy, big fella, yes. Yeah, big, big old tall guy, okay? Yes. <laughs> Here's my thought, okay? <laughs> Just get him in here. He doesn't even have to practice with the team, okay? Just get him in here. The Cowboys are playing Kyler Murray on Monday night. And stand up. Stand as tall as he can because <laughs> Kyler Murray will never be able to throw over him. So there you go. So, I so Bill, did, did, they, did they just release him? Uh, yesterday, yeah. So as long as he's been with another team, the COVID thing doesn't uh, – you don't need to yeah, do the It was three. yesterday, and, they, and the Saints had a game last night. and so You don't need so to do the three right negatives in, okay. in four days. You you just have to come in and pass the initial uh, COVID oh, test, and you're there ready you go. to Get go. him in here. So Get him in here. Bring him in, and at least for but special Fossil, teams, I love right? Him. They can, I guarantee you, Fossil. I mean, he's blocked. Uh, he, he set the NCAA record for block kicks at SMU, and he, earlier this season, he had one for uh, for the Saints. I guarantee. I, I bet you Fossil is in there lobbying right now. We got to get this I guy. I love in. it. I love it. And, and, and I, I at least if that he, kid. that was he was he was if, a he was a specialist. You uh, talk. I was a specialist at interceptions. This guy's a specialist at blocking kicks. It was amazing. That, at I SMU, really that he guy. was yeah. At SMU, he I mean he came to this country to play basketball, and all That's of a sudden right. it was like, oh no, you can play some football and Russian uh, kid, right? Russian game. kid, yeah, yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, as long as he just stands up and doesn't, you know, go off sides when you block one, or you, or, or for some reason they have twelve guys on the field when you block one. Bring him back home. That, Bring they're him gonna back get that home. stuff straightened yeah. out. But, but but anyway, going back to Tristan Hill. So uh, yeah, too bad on that. Uh, also, a little update on 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 Dak's surgery. I I, I found out that the compound part of it fracture. The, the, the compound means you, you you the bone broke the skin, but yep. it wasn't like the fractured bone broke the skin. When he dislocated his ankle, the ankle bone when it turned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Spags. Keep it, ask, just keep going. Keep you going. ask if I knew anything new, because uh, it, it, it twisted the way it wasn't supposed to be twisted, and it caused the skin. Um, to to boy, uh, you you think you messed up the you think you messed up the Jack Black commercial? Oh my God, this is horrible. <laughs> but 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 the good news on this is that uh, the doctors believe that um, he should be. This is not one of those career threatening things. He didn't suffer any uh, nerve damage, uh, and the reason one of the other reasons why they rushed him to the hospital and did the surgery, or they took so much time on the ground putting the brace on there, um, that you you have to make sure that whatever the injury is, it doesn't stop the blood flow uh, into your foot. That's what they were most concerned. You know, the infection part. Did they did they set it, Spags? Did they have to? They set did it. it they the they did it in that air cast. And that's yeah. what mm-hmm. took so long before they moved them. And then my understanding was after that, you know, the, there's probably not as much pain because they, they fixed the dislocation, uh, and, they, and they just wanted to make sure the blood flow was continuing because uh, that's when you get in trouble if the injury uh, causes the blood flow to stop. So anyway, uh, it sounds like, you know, the four- to six-month deal uh, is pretty accurate. And... Um, so maybe by April, when they start the off season, if indeed they start the off season on time, um, that uh, he should be by then ready to go. As Mike McCarthy said, you know he'll challenge the timeline for sure. Oh yes, uh, and Dak, they'll have to slow him down uh, to make sure that uh, he doesn't do anything. But uh, as a matter of fact, yeah, I-, I found out that. Uh, I guess I was in good company because the doctor uh, that did the surgery was the same one that fixed my ruptured Achilles. So, oh wow! Uh, so evidently, he only oh, wow. does big time. He only does big time surgeries, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, that means that means he lowers. <laughs> that means he lowers himself to the common man. That's what it means. Okay. Let's just be real. <laughs> but I mean, really, man, I, 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 you know, we, we of course pray for Dak, but I'm glad you mentioned Tristan Hill. You know, we, we just really can't ignore the fact that this young man was having a great year uh, so far. I mean, considering uh, that our D-line was having problems, we, we could really use him, of course, on this team. But uh, I'm hoping he comes at, back as well because like you said, uh, Spag, to be considered a footnote, you know, that's not what you want. This guy's uh, career is extremely important to him and his family. And uh, I just hope that uh, he comes out of this okay. And hopefully we can have him back next year, probably hopefully better than ever. Uh, my prayers go up for both of those guys. So I want to make sure that that is, uh, that is known. 
Yeah, it, you know what? It, it, it reminded me of the gallows humor when we'd be flying on the charter and the weather would be really bad and everybody would be kind of panicking and you're thinking, boy, if this thing goes down, you know, I know what the headline is. And then the last paragraph, <laughs> also perishing in the crash. <laughs> P.S. It's a P.S. in the article. P.S. That's right. Also, that went down. <laughs> It was it was like it was like when we had the bus crash go into training camp in 2016, and uh, we were we were uh, non what did they call us uh, non significant personnel was on the bus non essential they called us non essential personnel was on the bus, and I said I bet my mother thinks I'm first essential. <laughs> well, well, at least you weren't insignificant. That would be yeah, bad. right, yeah, yeah. non essential. <laughs> okay, there's a quarterback coming in here, too, there, Mickey. Yes, Garrett Gilbert. Uh, Cowboys are bringing him in uh, off Cleveland's uh, practice squad. Uh, so, again, since he's on a practice squad, it shouldn't take him as long to uh, be allowed in, into the building. Uh, Bill, I I was shocked when I start looking up his, uh, you know, and we, I guess, because we knew of him at Lake Travis High School in Austin, uh, played what, two years at, at UT and then transferred to SMU, it seems like this guy's been around half our lives uh, playing well, football. Well, he played, remember, well, how long ago has it been that, that Texas played in the national championship game? 2009 two, season, 2009, right? and Colt McCoy got hurt early in that game, and Gary Gilbert came in uh, to replace him uh, against Alabama, uh, and, uh, and then he wound up transferring to SMU. And he was a sixth-round pick of the Rams, or so, I think it may have been the Rams. The Rams, um, yeah. And so, um, or actually, and then he ended up uh, in New England. He's got he's been several teams. So he's got a national championship, a high school championship ring, a national championship ring, and he won a Super Bowl with New England, I believe. Yeah, he how much has he played at Super all? Has he ever started? <laughs> Uh, not in high school. He did in high school, <laughs> and then I think he started the year, the next year after the national championship, and he lost the the starting job. Uh, but he went to SMU and started. Um, and then, how about this? In 2019, before he joined uh, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, he was the starting quarterback of the Orlando Apollos in the AAF League. And after eight games before the league disbanded, he was the leading passer in that league uh, for the Apollos, by the way. So yeah. you're saying it's another Kurt Warner in the making. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Well, but, but uh, he was – I don't know that Kurt Warner had accomplished as much uh, early on in his life as what Gary Gilbert did. I mean, Garrett Gilbert, coming out of Lake Travis, he was a, one of the most celebrated high school quarterbacks ever to come out of Texas. In fact, he was the national – the Gatorade National Player of the Year. Uh, you know, he was, he was it. And, uh, and, but then at Texas, uh, you know, it didn't pan out there, and he wound up uh, transferring to SMU. I'm looking through right now. As far as his professional career, he's with the Rams, the Patriots, the Lions, the Raiders, the Carolina. Panthers, uh, then the uh, the Alliance of American Football, uh, Orlando Apollos, and then this year with the Browns, uh, who love accumulating uh, 
Texas high school quarterbacks with Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum, and then uh, and Garrett Gilbert. So well, he, he but apparently served, Mike McCarthy loves it too. Big, he served what, as Baker Mickey? Mayfield. He served as Baker Mayfield's uh, backup quarterback last okay. year. As a matter of, he just right. didn't have. I think he only had to play like maybe go in for two games or something like that, which or, was highly unusual because uh, because. Garrett Gilbert was at Lake Travis, and Baker Mayfield, younger than him, followed him at Lake Travis as the quarterback, won a state championship. Anyway, so here, here's so Garrett Gilbert's here. Here's what happens when you're around a long time. When when I heard they were going to sign him, and I was starting to go look his stuff up, and I typed in Gail Gilbert. Well, yeah. that's his father, right? <laughs> I had the wrong Gilbert. <laughs> well, and, and, of course, Gail Gilbert played in the NFL, and... Um, I was a backup quarterback for many years. So how, how all about I can this say for, is Andy Dalton, do not get hurt, please. Yeah. Well, and, right. and but we should we should clarify Ben DiNucci is the backup quarterback now, ah, the right. rookie seventh round draft pick out of James Madison, and, and at least for this game. You know right. what the other right. insignificant fact I've I found out about Gail Gilbert? You know he he played with Buffalo, right? So he he loses four consecutive Super Bowls. He's on those teams. And then the next year he ends up in San Diego, and they get beat by San Francisco in in the Super Bowl. So he owns the distinction of only player that has been to five consecutive Super Bowls and lost them all. <laughs> and, and he factored into none of them. Yeah, he, he never had to play. <laughs> hey, man. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I have no words for the family. I have no words for the family. I'm sorry. <laughs> So if you're looking for so if you're looking for lineage there and you want to have a backup and, and quarterback. And that's all you want. And if that's all you want is lineage. You want a yes. backup quarterback we know where to go to the for Super Bowl that. and get a Gilbert. And so hopefully that'll follow suit here because Garrett Gilbert followed with the Patriots, right? Oh and so he's God. already got one. So what's going to happen here is the Cowboys now are going. He's going to do the backwards of what his dad did. Okay, his dad That's did four in Buffalo for. and then San Diego. Well, he did New England, so now the Cowboys will win four with Garrett Gilbert as a back. What a way to back into greatness, boy! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just Get getting started here. <laughs> Let's do take a break. We'll regroup and be back with more mix shots in just a moment. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Make the most of summer with Ford, America's best-selling brand during the Ford Summer Sales Event. With great offers on a huge selection of Ford SUVs and the largest selection of truck inventory to choose from. Get huge offers across the Ford lineup. So grab the family and head out. Ford's helping you make the most out of summer. It's easier now during the Ford Summer Sales Event. Based on 2019 calendar year total sales. Based on auto data compact and full-size stock inventory as of June 2020. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Yeah, he never missed the plane We're again. something to change we up. Know, he Dinner routine helps support local Frisco businesses by choosing one of the Star District restaurants. For information on delivery, takeout, curbside pickup, and dine-in availability, visit thestardistrict.com. Everson, you should head to thestardistrict.com and schedule your dinner for tonight. You can do it right now ah. if you'd like. Of course. Me and my wife are going on a date. We need there to. There you go. Yeah, All there right. you go. We'll go to the Very star. Very good. <laughs> and uh, there is dine-in availability there at the star, so go for it. I'm, I'll, I'll be outdoors. Sorry. Outdoor seating only. <laughs> well, uh, there you got outdoor seating, too. There yeah. you go. Outdoor seating only, brother. Yeah, there you go. I'm with you. All right. Um, so we talk about... Uh, yeah, well, I guess we bring people up to speed on uh, Dak uh, was, uh, in fact, Mike McCarthy visited him at the hospital yesterday morning. Then he was released in the afternoon and uh, back home, as Mickey mentioned off the top. Uh, that four to six month uh, time frame looks to be what it is. I wouldn't at all be surprised if uh, Dak with his, if there's any way for Dak with his uh, work ethic and belief system and so forth, he's going to beat a four to six week plan. And he's, I guarantee you, Mickey, if we're taping a show in February at the in the locker room at the Star, there will be Dak Prescott there. <laughs> oh, a- absolutely. You know, and he'll be, you know, as soon as they get him out of a boot, he'll be doing his rehab. And so he'll be, you know, at the Star uh, rehabbing the injury, and you know he'll do it with uh, everything he's got. You know, the other thing I ran across, and in, in, in I had forgotten this, uh, remember Alan Hearns' injury, the wide receiver yes, for the Cowboys yeah, yes. in the playoff? This is very similar to what Dak, uh, Dak suffered, and he, he came back. So the doctors think this is not one of those career-threatening uh, or career-altering uh, injuries that you can recover from this uh, and and get back is, is and Her- play. Is Heron starting? Is I think he's starting. He was in, in Miami. In, my, in yeah, Miami. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Last year he had a he, he was a primary receiver for the Dolphins yes. last year. Yeah. And and that injury occurred, of course, very late in the season, and so uh, that that was really going to put his uh, opportunity. Um, yeah, on the back burner, but the Cowboys, the Cowboys did him a good there, and they kept him throughout that off season, yeah. and all the way in his rehab and so forth was was able to be accomplished, and uh, and then he got the opportunity back home in Miami. Well, one of the really like Dak, another one of the really good guys, Alan Hearns. 
Yeah, um, absolutely. So, so it it is an injury you can return from and uh, and and come back and play at the same level, assuming all goes well. You know, they have to keep an eye on it, make sure there's no uh, infection sit in or anything like that. But yeah, he should come back and and be good to go. All right, how about Andy Dalton as the uh, quarterback going forward now? I mean, here's a guy who uh, led the Bengals to five straight uh, playoff appearances. He's uh, up there uh, either the uh, number one guy all time at Cincinnati with the passing records, and which is saying a lot when you consider they had Ken Anderson and Boomer Esiason there uh, back in some glory days back in the 80s for the Bengals when they made it to a Super Bowl with Boomer. Um, you know, you know, Dalton has some of the same qualities as a from a leadership standpoint. Uh, Mickey, you talk about his accuracy uh, that you noticed right off the uh, when you were watching him in training camp. I mean, the, the Cowboys are in in a good position, probably a better position than most any team in the league if they did have to lose their starting quarterback with Andy Dalton. Hmm. Well, you know, I, it it made me. You know, go back and think. Uh, when's the last time the Cowboys have had a a, a backup quarterback this accomplished? It, it's been quite a while. You know, you you can say, well, Vinny Testaverde, but he, he wasn't supposed to be the starter that year. You know, he was supposed to be the backup. Um, and, and I don't know if Vinny had taken his team to five consecutive playoffs and. Uh, and he did it his first five years in the league, too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, three times in the Pro Bowl. You know, I was sitting there thinking, and I'm going, you know, no, no, uh, nothing against Jason Garrett, but you probably had to go back to Rodney Pete or Steve Berline. Uh, Steve to, Berline, yeah. To, to yeah find Kozar here. Kozar came in, and too. And Kozar, here. yeah, for that half a, half a season. Right. Uh, I thought Steve Berline was the most uh, effective uh, coming off the bench uh, when they made that year. And, and he was so effective that year uh, back in the 90s, I thought that uh, Troy should have allowed him to start that game as well against Detroit. No, he uh, did. No, he did. He did. I, if I recall, though, we couldn't stop Barry Sanders. Yeah. Uh, so and they decided if late Berline in the could play defense, court. that would have been a good thing. Yeah, they decided late in the second quarter to see if Troy. Because Troy wasn't real happy. He thought he should have started that game. Yeah, uh, he yeah. thought he was ready to go. But he he came in late in the second quarter, and the game was already over. They 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 just couldn't beat that team. No. Like, well, and, but but then you go back to the Cowboys and, and under Landry and uh, with Gil Brandt and Tex Ram. I mean, they always had uh, more than one quality quarterback on the team. I mean, starting in. Uh, in 1960, well, 65 with with Meredith and Craig Morton, and of course Staubach was uh, fulfilling his uh, naval commitment. And then when Staubach was there, you had Staubach and Craig Morton, and Landry couldn't, you know, that's one thing he couldn't figure out which one to start. To the point they would uh, shuttle in plays <laughs> on uh, that. That uh, almost kept Tom out of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> that and decision. Then and then you had Danny White backing up uh, Roger after Rod that. Stop that. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's the the quarterback controversy going back to the to the '60s is always the thing with the Cowboys, and uh, you're probably looking at. Uh, so this is kind of a throwback 
Uh, now, you can't do it anymore because of the free agency and the salary cap and, and so forth to have that those type of quarterbacks on your team. But Cowboys are very fortunate to have Andy Dalton. And, and, and the biggest thing is they, you know, they'll tweak things as far as their offense is concerned, but they don't have to, you know, they can just keep rolling as far as this offense goes. And uh, so it's going to be interesting, uh, you know, how they work things now with Dalton uh, as the quarterback. You know, I'm when glad Dalton, you brought that up. When Dalton came because... in the game, they had, uh, they had to continue the game plan. That's what I liked about it. They had to continue the game plan. They, I don't think they changed anything. As a matter of fact, he still kept going to the same targets that uh, Dak was going to, especially that big third down to C.D. Lamb that uh, ended up uh, 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 allowing us to go for that go-ahead touchdown, I believe, by, by uh, Zeke Elliott. Uh, one thing that I saw in the game, though, uh, when we're looking at matchups, Coop and Bradbury, they must have been really going at it on the corner because I don't think Coop got a target from uh, Dak at all during the ball game. Was it one I think target? He got one, yeah. For Dak, one target from Dak, correct? Yes, yes. Because Dalton came in and, and immediately hit him on the sideline and, and then almost threw a pick six uh, because Bradbury jumped that bad boy. He ran that route for Coop. Uh, then all of a sudden, uh, Gallup is on him. Uh, he's on Gallup, and I, I would imagine the coverage was good. Dalton had to make that amazing uh, throw on the run. That was against Bradbury uh, uh, going to Gallup on that play. Uh, I thought uh, Coop, you know how it is with Coop. You're always looking at his body language. You really can't really tell from his expression. But he did not look too happy in the ball game. Uh, because it was almost like he was non-existent. And well, so, and go ahead. Bill. The other part of it is he, he just had 42 snaps in the game, so just two-thirds of the snaps in the game. So I'm, I'm yeah, trying to figure out what's going on the there. Offense. Yeah, I'm trying you know, to figure and, out what's going on there. And I'm glad you guys brought that up because that's been the discussion now all day long. It's like how do the Cowboys have to change <clears throat> their offense to fit Andy Dalton? I don't think they have to change much. The, the, the thing don't. that they have to be concerned about, and, and Kellen Moore talked about, yeah, we'll have to make some adjustments. Uh, but he said, you know, we've got to run the office. And then there's this, 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 this thought that, well, now you just rely on, on Zeke. Well, if you think that, the Arizona Cardinals are thinking the same thing, right? <laughs> oh, we better get ready for Zeke because he, he's coming at us. You can't just say, okay, we're going to run the ball. You know, and everybody brings up the one drive when they got down 17-3, and in a 14-play, 75-yard drive, they scored the touchdown. They ran the ball 10 times. Yes. Okay, that's fine, all right? But but you can't just say Zeke's carrying the ball 30 times a game now because we got Andy Dalton as a quarterback. No, the reason why you got Andy Dalton as your backup is because he can come in and run your offense. Now, yes. the the one thing that'll change is, and, and this will go to the offensive line. You know, Dalton won't get you out of bad situations the way Dak could if the offensive line's not giving him protection. Uh, he's he's not going to get out and run like Dak, or maybe buy time. But you know, the one pass he threw to Gallup, he rolled out. He had to get out of the pocket, and I thought he was going to throw the ball away. Uh, and he threw it on the run, and very accurately, too. Very so accurately. The key thing will be, can these offensive tackles, the more they play, 
the more they practice, can they improve as the season goes along and give him some protection? Now, maybe the the difference you you have is you play your tight ends a little bit more. You give those guys some help. You ask Zeke, instead of going out for passes as many times, hey, let me chip. And if you noticed in the game against the Giants, they employed two running backs several times so one could go out and one could chip. That sure might did. be something you would see instead of going two tight ends. So they'll make some adjustments, but I just don't think you have. This guy, everybody looks at his last year in Cincinnati. He had nothing. He had nothing. He didn't have an offensive line. Especially he didn't have A.J. Green. And, right. It, well, <laughs> that's right. That's all he had probably previously, right? Uh, well, and so, Tyler Boyd, too. But Yeah. So anyway, uh, this guy can play. You know, this, this is not... This is not bringing in Kyle Orton or anything. This guy can play. I think, I think, I think uh, the game plan will remain the same. But as you said, Spags, bringing in the two tight ends, I think it would be a bit more conservative. Uh, and we talk about the drive, the 14-play drive. Uh, that's really, to me, quintessential Dallas Cowboy football. Uh, I think Dak would rather have it that way. I think the, the Cowboy coaching staff would rather have it that way. I think when we have that game plan in and it's effective, that's when we're most successful. It's just the way it is. And the way that defense was playing, uh, not necessarily being lights out, no doubt about it. They still gave up 20 points to uh, a, a woeful New York Giants offense. But they only gave up 20 points to a New York Giants offense. That's still something that you can hang your hat on because we hadn't stopped anyone. Our, our uh, stoppage on drives was more than we've ever stopped anyone. I would imagine in this game we probably stopped more drives than we did the previous drives led up to this point. So you did see some continuity defensively, which really led to them feeding into our offense and how uh, we were able to make plays and not necessarily feel the pressure to score every time while we're on the field. So that's something I think is going to be different in regards to our game plan. A little bit more conservative. Zeke is going to get the ball more, but don't expect Dalton to just be sitting back there like a sitting duck. He's going to be a guy that's going to try and move us down the field, and he can, like you said. He's got the ability, very durable quarterback, very durable quarterback, and he's very smart. So let's give him the benefit of the doubt, at least early on. All right, we've got more mixed shots coming up in just a moment. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. 
What do you call a group of grown men and women who get together every week, proudly wearing the star, to share a three-hour-long ritual of cheering, shouting at the TV, and raising their Miller Lite together while yelling, how about them boys? You call it Miller Time and Cowboys Nation. Here's to the only beer of the Cowboys celebrating 60 years of greatness. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back, back, back. To mixed shots. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United. All right, final segment here of Mixed Shots, and uh, we should point out, Mickey, that there is a rather large birthday today. There is. Jerry Jones, mm-hmm. October 13th is his birthday. Wow. Uh, turns 78. 78. 78 uh, today. And, and still kicking up a storm, by the way. <laughs> He's been kind of quiet here lately in regards to all this uh, social injustice is going on and all these protests, so keep well, his head been, down a little bit. You know what? He hasn't been quiet. He just hasn't been available for interviews, because you think about it, you know, after every home game, or every game, not just home, home and away, he would hold court uh, before they basically opened the locker room and the head coach would speak. Uh, that's not happening anymore because of of COVID and all the uh, NFL protocols for it. So really the only time we hear from him now is twice a week when he does his segment on 105.3 The Fan uh, or when he puts out a statement like he did uh, after Dak got hurt. So, you know, he he had an interesting comment today. It was right at the end of the interview about how he lives his life and he always have being positive fact that his glass is always half full he said i couldn't i couldn't stand myself if i was negative all the time and 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 wasting my energy on negative thoughts he goes that's why i'm so positive he goes and i'm trying to think of how he used the word but he he used the word naivety not naive naivety that he goes to a fault that's me if if that's what i am i may be very naive but i'm always looking towards the positive or how I can turn something negative into a positive. As he said, when the COVID hit and no one was sure if this season would go off and if fans would be in the stands and and, and, and his thoughts were, somebody said, you have to put an asterisk on this season. He goes, if you put an asterisk, then it should be an asterisk that we pulled this off. That, yep. And he was saying this before we went to training camp. Uh, so anyway, that was his kind of his... Uh, thoughts on life at 78 years old you know I thought the same thing even like when the Lakers won the other day um, you know after you know, for those NBA teams and, and when Tampa Bay won when in the NHL and so forth 
those guys that spent so much time away from their families and stuff in, in the bubble. Uh, I mean, you can't take away from a championship that is won uh, in these circumstances. In fact, I think it's enhanced, actually, Thank for you, a team Bill. to yes, uh, to come through under these circumstances. Uh, you know, that's the other thing that uh, the positive spirit that, and that was what I was taken aback by, or, or not surprised by, but, but I, I was inspired by, actually. Jerry, at his opening press conference before training camp, that positive spirit that he had about the the pandemic and so forth, that is the same attitude that is a hallmark of uh, Dak Prescott. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago when the Cowboys had that horrible stretch in November where they, they were getting blown out three straight games. I don't remember the numbers on it, but and I guess it was that when Zeke was suspended. Yeah, that's yeah. when Zeke uh, was suspended. And I remember I, I did an a sit-down interview with Dak. It was at, it was uh, in the days after the Thanksgiving Day game, and I I was just blown away by how confident he was that that team was going to turn it around. And I guarantee you, if you sat down with Dak today, even even after what happened on Sunday, that he would have that same attitude that this team can do it. And as soon as he can get in there with his teammates and so forth, he is going to be doing everything he can to uh, get behind Andy Dalton and his teammates and so forth and do what he can to help them accomplish what they had set out to do when this, this season began. So, so Bill, so they were five and they... three. They were five and three uh, after the first eight games and then Zeke got suspended for six in a row. They lost the n- next three straight 27-7 to Atlanta, 39-9 to Philadelphia, and 28-6 to the Chargers, and then turned it around and won four of the last five games that season. Right, and that, and that was after that Thanksgiving game is when I and I was dreading doing the interview with him. I was like, man, this is going to be horrible. The team is playing awful, and and he, I felt. <laughs> I felt lifted myself coming out of the interview. I, I, I'm going to accomplish something today after talking to him. That's the that's the kind of leader that guy is, and and he'll be like that even when he's not playing. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think when you look at most accomplished athletes, um, you're motivated by by one or two things. It's either you're going to be motivated by positivity, or you're going to be motivated by by the the missteps that you might have taken in your life. You know, because you, you sometimes uh, anger can can lead to achievements as long as that anger is 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 channeled in the right way. Uh, sometimes you get mad at yourself. You know, sometimes you get mad at the situation. But at one point, you go, you know what? I'm I'm not taking this anymore. After a while, you stop pointing fingers and you you point to yourself and say, it's up to me to make this right. And so, yeah, you can, you can say that comes from a point of anger or it comes from a point of positivity. But it all points to the fact that you need to take care of business and a change needs to be made. So I don't care how you, how, where it comes from. Uh, 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 it, motivation can come from many different places. You know, it's a good point, Everson, because, you know, when, when I would, every year I'd go to training camp. And, you know, with either 80 or 90-man rosters, there's 30 guys on there that, they don't have a chance in hell of making the team, right? But I, I, but I always see these athletes that you know we used to call camp bodies. Like you're just there for training camp. 
but so positive about, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this, right? And it, it made me think, if you don't have that attitude and you go in thinking, oh, they just got me here for three weeks and then I'm done, <laughs> you, can't, you can't perform, right? You, you, won't have, you won't even give yourself a chance. But I've seen athletes, and I don't know if it's confidence or just the fact that you've got to be positive, otherwise you've got no shot whatsoever for a miracle to take place. In 1981, I, I, I must admit, I don't know if I was naive or, or partly insane, but, you know, you're going to be there for six weeks if you're, uh, uh, you're going to make if you're like a first-round pick. I packed for six weeks when I went to Thousand Oaks my rookie year. I had a big suitcase, and I wore all my clothes while I was there. I didn't wash anything. So as far as I was concerned... I, I, I had no choice. Uh, I was angry about not, not getting drafted and all of that. So like you said, like I said, that anger can sometimes motivate you uh, to really think outside yourself and uh, never give up. So, yeah, I was one of those camp body spags. <laughs> I, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. It was 25 rookie DBs, and they didn't give any one of us a chance to make it. Mike Downs started it, and then I was able to finish it. So it was good stuff. That's the same naivete that Jerry was talking about on the radio today. That, I mean, gotta have it. You know, gotta you didn't look it. at the numbers. I mean, yeah, you realize there were guys. There, there were twenty-five other guys there. You realize that. I mean, people were drafted that year, and you weren't drafted. But it didn't matter. You could nope. skip that that same mindset that uh, I'm going to make it. I'm packing. You can for be, six you weeks, can be mad it. all you want. You can be mad all you want, uh-huh. but eventually you got to get down to business, and that's what that's happened. That's right. Probably why Jerry was able to last at Arkansas as an offensive lineman, right? He doesn't look like an offensive lineman. Probably. <laughs> what, what do you think he weighed back in, what, 1960, 61, 62? What, what about Jimmy Johnson? Same and thing, And Jimmy, right? too. Both of them. Yeah. They might have been 220. I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt no, it. No, I bet you they were under 200 pounds. Less than pounds. that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went back and looked at a, a roster, like an Orange Bowl roster from an OU team from 1956, and the linemen, the biggest guys on the team were like 210 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> All right, I think we've about done it here. This oh my, already. I'm inspired by these stories of overcoming that Everson Walls has brought us today. And Jerry Jones on the radio. <laughs> Jerry Jones, happy birthday, yeah. JJ. What's, and, what's and, and being on time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's go out, out and buy us an NFL team or something. Later I feel All good. Right. Let's go bet on a horse race. There you go. All right. And we will see you again tomorrow at 1.30 for another edition of Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!